Welcome to episode 204 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Well, this is the last, um, what is it, phase four we're on or three? I, uh, three? I don't know. Always prepared. <laughs> it always, well, I think the phases always end on each Avenger movie, correct? It's supposed so, to, but actually they said Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, uh, right, right. It out, I, I so. would say I would say we're going into phase four, but I, whatever. But it is whatever. It's one of the phases. But this, it, <laughs> but this is the ending, though. It, it, yeah, uh, this is the ending of it, and we don't okay. know what's coming out next. Um, we know it's going to be worked on. We know who has multiple, you know, movie contract deals. Comic-Con. But anyway, Comic-Con. yeah, we'll find out Comic Con. So that's and, and that's supposed to be a ninety-minute panel. So we oh. will see. What exactly they have in store, because don't forget, they just bought Fox. So there might be some huge news coming out this year at San Diego Comic-Con. God, I hope so. We'll have the news for for everybody that doesn't... I'm going to lose my shit if John Krasinski walks out on the stage with his wife, Emily Blunt. Oh, my God. We want that so bad. Uh, Anyway, so uh, we are here to give you a very, very spoilerific review of spider-man far from home yes now we saw this days ago so this is very rare for us to be talking about a movie especially this big um coming out and then like not reviewing it like at least a day later so right we're gonna try to try to try to remember what the hell we saw (laughs) but let's get the (laughs) let's get the boring shit out of the way so the first one, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, 92%, 369 reviews. Very good. Um, I think we gave it each four stars, right? Something yeah, like I that. think so. Yeah, we gave it high marks. We liked it. Uh, it was good. It felt like the closest to the comic book Spider-Man we'd seen. Um, I think our major problem was too much Iron Man. Yeah. Um, and this one, Far From Home, 92%, uh, but only 306 reviews. So. Okay. Not quite there yet. No, but if it, if it gets to that, it probably might drop below it. But this was enjoyable. Um, let's see. Let's get the box office out of the way, uh, and then we can talk about the whole thing. So, first weekend for Spider-Man: Homecoming, it did one seventeen. Uh, I believe that was considered Fourth um, of July weekend, or maybe the week after. I think last year, something like that, or two years. But ago, it did yeah. a normal Thursday midnight or Thursday seven p.m. to Sunday run for the for what they counted as weekend gross, and it did one seventeen. Yeah, um, Far From Home is a little bit different because it's been on a. It started on a fucking Tuesday. Yeah, because or, July Fourth was weird. Monday at midnight for some places. Or Monday that's at right. 6 that's o'clock. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they still counted it out as 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 Tuesday's gross. Right. Right. So for total from Tuesday to what are we? What day is today? Saturday. So from Tuesday to Friday, one hundred twenty-three million. So. Um, Kind of already beat the opening weekend, if you count, like, if you give it the four days, because Tuesday, I mean, it's a Tuesday. And honestly, like, who the hell really went to the movies on uh, July 4th? Like, really? You know, so uh, it it did twenty five million on Thursday, which is I know, which is good. crazy. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. It's crazy, and you're thinking, who the fuck goes to the movies? Well, twenty five million dollars worth of people go to the movies. People if it's Spider Man. People that didn't want to see. Uh, the presidential parade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody got to see it. Um, but uh, it, uh, I think 123 million is a lot. 
um, for opening on a Tuesday slash you know Monday uh, midnight seven p.m. It's showing. supposed to do it's supposed to do like one like they're projecting up to one eighty by Sunday and also by four hundred million worldwide, which would be nothing to sneeze at uh, for no. just a few days of work. So. Um, I think I'll give my initial reaction this time first. Um, okay, go for it. I I enjoyed it. I definitely did. It was funny. Um, Tom Holland once again shines in it. I did have a few more gripes in this movie. The same gripe that I have with every single Spider-Man movie, which you can probably guess what that is. If you can, yeah. you want to try to guess now. Uh, keeps taking his mask off. Yep, that's the one. Um, especially since they fixed the eye issue, where they, he can actually, you know, show emotion over his face. But I understand that they want to see Tom Holland's acting ability. But fuck, man, stop taking your mask off in public places where everybody can fucking see you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. So a couple of minor nitpicks here and there, uh, but overall, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it probably just as much as the first one. Yeah, I think um, I, I like the first one better. Um, mm. uh, I thought that this definitely had more humor in it and stuff, but there's way too much. Like everybody fucking knows who Spider Man is, and that drives yeah. me crazy. Like Batman, he's very very tight. With yeah, his and Spider Man is basically the equivalent of that. Yeah, um, it, and so that really bothered me. And then also, I thought the villain was extremely weak. Uh, again, uh, extremely. Weak. I thought the Vulture was way more menacing than this guy. So, I thought the, I can't agree with you on that, but I think I really enjoyed Gyllenhaal's uh, job here um, as Beck. I really did. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Th- I mean, I kind of figured he was the villain the whole time. I mean, it's fucking Mysterio. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, they tried to throw you off with the with multiverse. the multiverse and things like that. Yeah. I was like, all right. But then when they like when he beat the last one, looking at my watch or my phone, I should say, I'm like, no, there's still about an hour left of this movie. He's the yeah. fucking villain. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so you know, but even then, like, I didn't mind that. I, I thought it was an interesting take on Mysterio and it, again it ties back to Tony Stark again and that's the, one of the biggest gripes I had with the first movie is that there's a lot of things in this that really diminish Uncle Ben like they don't even like we understand that it you know <laughs> same thing with like Zack Snyder we, won't, we don't want to keep watching Uncle Ben fucking get shot you know no. what I mean <laughs> but at the same time you're not even talking about him you know like all all the things that Peter um, you know uh uh, thinks about when he is, you know, Spider-Man, he's always thinking like, oh, my God, Tony would be so disappointed, blah, blah, blah. Right. And that what, doesn't happen in the comic yeah. books. What it's about all, fucking Uncle it's, Ben? Yeah, it's all <laughs> Ben. It's, you know, it reminds me of like, thing. <laughs> it reminds me of Snyder Superman. Like, <laughs> he fucked up the dad so bad. It just. <laughs> like oh, right, a, right. You know. Well, in this one, they don't even talk about They don't even him. talk like, about him. doesn't fucking Uncle ben. exist. Yeah. They I mean, talk Aunt, to they Aunt don't May's, even mention him by name. No, Aunt May's like, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to date happy instead. <laughs> I'm going to get happy. Like, I'm gonna literally. Fuck the, I'm going to fuck the limo driver. <laughs> like, really bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so so that, that bothers me even more, like, in this one, that in the beginning, in the first movie, I was okay with them not mentioning Uncle Ben because... Every fucking movie for Spider-Man had mentioned Uncle Ben to no- ad nauseum, right? <laughs> yeah. So this was the first movie where they don't even talk about it. He just says, when, like, in the beginning, when he says it to Tony in the uh, in, in his room, you know, when you can do the things that 
I can do and you don't do anything and somebody gets hurt, that's it's tough to live with or whatever. And that's it. They don't even mention Uncle Ben. No. In this one, they only show his fucking initials on his suitcase. Right. Yep. So then when they showed the initials, it was more like an Easter egg instead of like, oh, poor Uncle Ben. Because I don't even I don't even know what this fucking Uncle Ben looks like. There's no pictures anywhere. <laughs> it's fucking Liam Anywhere Neeson. about it. <laughs> it's like Liam Neeson or something. <laughs> like they completely wrote him out of existence. Yeah. Like, like uh, Aunt May calls... Happy a fucking summer fling, like they were just fucking all summer or something. Right. <laughs> and I know it's, it's been. Like, I think in this version, it's been like years since Uncle Ben died. You know, so like, yeah, you know. Well, and it's you five move years. On. It's five years past the blip or past the but, snap. So. But even then, but even well, she disappeared too. I think. Well, oh, even then, yeah. like, I, you know, show maybe I because I've never seen Uncle Ben in this ver- in this version. I would like a little bit of a. You know, tug and pull instead of like um, Aunt May being all nonchalant about like having like a sex summer, you know, fling. <laughs> I don't know. You're focusing on Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they don't even like mention him. They're just. You're literally in the theater going, what about Uncle Ben? <laughs> yeah, like I'm the only one thinking this like fucked Everyone's up Everyone's like, shut the fuck up. Watch the, watch this, like, this action sequence. Funny. They're like, this, is, this part's funny. I'm like, yeah, it's not funny to Uncle Ben. Because <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. Don't you understand? He's dead. If Uncle Ben, if Uncle Ben was Patrick Swayze standing over fucking Aunt, Aunt May as she's like saying that shit to Happy. You as, know, happy, like he's, as happy's riding her and sweating as, on her. As ha- <laughs> eating cheeseburgers. Eating cheeseburgers, yeah. And then, like, uh, all of a sudden, you see, like, a floating penny in front of, like, Aunt May's face. <laughs> she's she's blowing him, and he farts. And it's, it's like, <laughs> and Uncle like, Ben's like, like no! Ditto, ditto is written on the mirror in Spiderweb. <laughs> Uh, so that's another that's one that's a different nitpick i had then for the first movie because again it was like a relief not to hear about uncle ben but at this point he doesn't even fucking exist he's 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 listed as a side story not mentioned by name and he's he's got three initials in this movie that's it it's it's on it's on peter's suitcase he's never he's never remembered again your arguments crack me up so bad (laughs) it's like matt reeves like comes out with batman doesn't even mention the dead parents like at all for like three movies and then like he he pays all of his like goodness or training to like clark kent what the fuck is that <laughs> initials carved in the bat cave. You're like, yeah. who's that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait, your name was Martha your mom's name was Martha too? Too? <laughs> That's weird. That's fucking odd. What who's MW? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um No, I thought, you know I thought the movie was fun and it was it was really cool in certain parts, but the whole elemental thing and I, I didn't give a shit about any of that stuff. Like, it, I felt like there wasn't really any true, like, any major stuff that went on except for when, like, when Mysterio finally reveals himself and puts, like, Spider-Man in that illusion, you know, shit. I, yeah. I That's when I sat up in my seat because I'm like, it's about fucking time. Right. Because that's the shit I've been wanting to see for years. Like, I've seen the cartoon and it's cheesy and the comic books are, are kind of cool. But this, like, full-on, he was, like, fucking with him. 
in the illusion thing, and I I dug all of that because it was scary. Like he could not, his senses were not working. There was nothing he can do. Like you well, know, okay, yeah. Let's 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 uh, let's hold on to uh, senses for a second because I want to talk <laughs> about that. But right. there's a few. There's an Easter egg in those scenes too. The very first time it happens, it's it's an it's I think it's an Easter egg to like a comic book panel or a cover. Where he doesn't know what the fuck is going on in a room, and it's almost like the way that they did it in the movie. Okay, that's cool. I think that was one of the Easter eggs. But okay, so the Spidey sense—you saw it mainly. It wasn't really touched upon in in Homecoming, um, but no. it was really uh, the first time you ever really saw it was um, was uh, Infinity War. Was the his, first time you ever his, saw it. His dick got hard. On <laughs> yeah, like, the bus. Oh shit! <laughs> Got to like, go. Wrong spider sense. <laughs> um, wrong web shooter. Um, <laughs> his, you know. So that was the first time you actually saw the Spidey sense, but they didn't give it a name, and it doesn't really work. Uh, it kind of works quickly here and there. I don't think you really see it too much at Endgame, but they talk about it in this, and they call it. Well, Aunt May calls it as Peter Tingle. <laughs> so that made me laugh um, so hard. And then when Happy said it, that really made me laugh. So I'm, like, yeah. oh. I'm like, oh, it's pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's Happy Tingle. Um, um, so they talk about it like when they were mentioning it. It really reminded me of um, Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man Two. When yeah, his web shooters weren't working, and it right. was all psychological. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen this before. Um, only like in this one, you never really saw his spider sense working anyway. Right. And he really only uses it at the very end of the movie. Again, major spoilers. Right. Um, when he has to close his eyes and figure out who's who. Um, right. Using the force. Basically, that's what it looked like more. There was no... Because remember in the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, you would hear that like spidey sense that noise, you know, go, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And then you would, you know, in the old cartoons, you would it would be like a little like alert thing, like from the comic book panel, and the, but animated on see, his head. See, you know what's funny? Sorry, when when he started going through all that shit, I, I, I was screaming inside of my head. I'm like, go s- sit down and close your fucking eyes, <laughs> like, yeah. like quit moving around. <laughs> Yeah, like I, it's like doing a VR. It's like doing a VR game, and and you're like you know floating in the sky, and you're trying to tell yourself this isn't fucking real. Like I'm still walking on the ground, but you get all jittery because it's 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 like it's tricking your brain into thinking. You know what I would have loved, you know, because like they mentioned Star Wars in this, right? Yep. What I would have fucking loved is if his eyes closed. And we hear like Obi Wan Kenobi's voice. <laughs> it's Uncle Ben. We're like, who's that? He's like, it's my web force or something like that. He's like, I'm going to use my web force. Right. <laughs> like, know? wait and a then, minute. Disney's gone and then, too and far. And then instead of like the Spidey sing, uh, tingle sound, uh, set, tingle now, they got me fucking saying it. Spidey sin sound. <laughs> um, it's, it's like the force sound when like something's being used, you know? Right. Like that deep bass. Yeah. That's what's being used instead. Oh my god! Because he's referenced Star Wars in every uh, uh, two of the two of the four movies that he's been in. Yep. He's referenced Star Wars, so I thought, yep. and they reference it again in this one. So, so at the end of the movie, when you know he finally you know was going to use his Spidey sense, I was like, oh please, do something with the Force right here, Star Wars. But he never did it. <laughs> run, Peter, run! He's like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. That oh, speaking awesome. of which, like the the the. 
the whole thing is based on Mysterio wanting to get these glasses, right? And they're called Edith. I fucking died when yeah. Edith rev- like revealed what Edith stood for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like dro- like so send Edith, a drone and kill that kid. <laughs> well, yeah, but like Edith, Edith stands for, and this is Tony Stark uh, gave Peter his own like uh, J- Jarvis, basically, and it's called Edith. But Edith, what it stands for is, again, this is Tony Stark saying this or, or naming it, even dead, I'm the hero. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. That's awesome. I I laughed really hard at that because, I, you know, it made me smile and, like, it's sad at the same time. Like what about when, the- Like in Toy Story 2 when they mentioned Bo. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. What about the part where I thought it was pretty cool that he could have his suit designed right then and there with all these specifications? Yeah, did just did you notice all the Easter egg suits that were in there too? Yeah, there were a ton. It was just like playing the Spider Man video game. There was like a bunch of suits and you just Well, there is an actual Easter egg for the Spider Man game. Okay. Did you catch it or no? No, I didn't catch it. It's at the end of the movie, he's swinging and he takes a selfie and he has his two hands up he has two fingers up for Oh, peace. oh, that that's was in just the, like the that's, video game. That's in the game, cool. Okay. Yeah, that was the quick yeah, Easter egg that. for that. But the other Easter egg, the bigger one that I noticed, I didn't because I couldn't focus on the other suits, but when they showed the holograms of the suits, you saw the original Iron Spider suit in like the comic books. Yep. The gold, the yeah. gold and red one. I noticed, but that. it wasn't gold and red. No. So that that was like there's there's a ton of Easter eggs in this movie. Yeah, there's there's, there's a, a bunch. ton. There's um, nods. Wasn't there nod to Spy- the Spider Verse movie too? Right. There was like nods to pretty much everything in it. Well, there was, um, <laughs> but there's a big one at the end. The huge yeah, yeah, we'll get one to that. At the end. Yeah. So. I thought what was fucking hilarious was when Happy threw the uh, threw the shield and it just like flew two feet in front of him. And he's like, "How does he do that?" And I was like, "That was great." So here's another cool. thing that was great is that they actually threw in. Um, uh, do you remember like Macho Man in the first movie? Yes, as Buzzsaw or Bonesaw or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, well, there's a poster in the behind Peter Parker in earlier in the movie. Uh, in the about in the the, do, the donation scene, there's a poster for an upcoming wrestling event. Oh, that's awesome! So I don't know that's, if that means like you know that exists there, but you know, are they just um, paying homage to the Raimi ones? Maybe because it's still owned by Sony. You know, right? It's it's Marvel doesn't get any money out of this, but they're kind of there to kind of help help out so that they can borrow him once in a while. Uh, yeah, for the for the other movies, but. Um, no, I, I I tried to pay attention to Easter eggs, but I was more focused like on the story and what was going on, and I knew there was going to be a ton of shit that I'd have to catch later on. But um, I didn't mind the the MJ story, and I didn't mind. Um, I thought his his friend was cracking me up, um, who kept who was like date started dating that girl within like the eight hour oh, trip. Right. I thought that was <laughs> yeah. that was so freaking funny. It was very sitcomish, but it was funny. Yeah, that like was Ned and Ned. And Betty? Then at the end of the trip, he's like, oh, we broke up. But was isn't Betty was her name? Yeah, isn't Ned and Betty, though, like eventually become villains? Like, I thought Ned's character, maybe I read that wrong somewhere, but he was supposed to become a hobgoblin or something like that. Or maybe I'm wrong. Um, oh, no. oh, oh, that was like a rumor or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something like that, that him and Betty were actually going to become evil at some point. But I don't know if they're going to be doing that. But I just thought, I don't know, I thought that whole storyline was really funny. 
And uh, I like that they use John Favreau a lot more because I, I like him, and he's kind of the face of the company. Um, they mentioned Pepper Potts. You know, all everything is still going. Um, well, what happened? Like, I remember there was like a rumor that you'd see the Baxter building instead of the Avenger building, but that was well, like that's, BS. that's when he comes. Well, that's when he's swinging at the end. Yeah. So the I, person I, that I, tr- I tried paying attention, I didn't see anything. No, there was nothing there. There people are speculating that instead of because uh, Avengers are now in New York, you know that that building is not going to be a Stark building. It's going to be the Avenger ta- uh, the uh, Baxter building. Baxter right? building. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was so yeah. So the person who plays, uh, I'm not not sorry. The 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 person that Ned dates is Betty. Yes, and she is actually she's actually in the comic books and well in the in the movie she actually was I forget the actress's name but J. Jonah James the secretary. Um, who played her in that? Oh, Elizabeth Banks played her. In yes. That movie. Yes. Yep. So that's who that's who this Betty is. Is oh, that future Betty? Oh God, I didn't even think of that. I, yeah. I, that didn't even occur to me. So that's really cool. I know because in this movie, there's Spider Man still sixteen. So I think yes, Tom Holland's right. like Tom Holland's in his twenties, like early twenties. But oh well, yeah, there's like three three years or two years between each movie or something like that. Yeah. I don't but know how I, many more he is contractually obligated to do. I don't know. I mean. Nick Fury's got like a million movie contract, uh, Sam Jackson, and um, all these guys have multiple contracts. I mean, as long as right. they keep making these movies and they keep doing well, um, you know, they'll just keep making them over and over again. But I don't you know, know, I mean, you know what bothered me too is the whole um, everybody's looking for the next Spider Man, and I'm thinking, uh, why? Yeah. Like and, and especially, why is it Peter Parker? Right. I mean, there's so many more heroes that have more experience, you know, and I guess maybe because he's smart, you know, but, you know, he's fucking 16. Yeah. Like, I didn't how the quite... fuck is he supposed to be Tony Stark? Okay, so let's talk about that because that bothered me too. And I know, like, some people would argue or gripe that or argue that, oh, that wasn't really Nick Fury who was sending him on the mission. But I'm like, well, wait a minute. It, Nick Fury put those people in charge and and probably told them, hey, you need to get Peter Parker in on this. Because, like, right. like, at the end, you, you know, it's revealed that there's scrolls. Like, Nick Fury and uh, Maria, uh, Hill. Maria Hill are both scrolls from Captain Marvel. And Nick Fury's off planet. Um but he's just like, there's got to be more people capable. Where's Thor? And they're like, he's off world. Well, where's Captain Marvel? Don't even mention her name. Where's, you know, so-and-so? Oh, you know, whatever. And they just they just blow it off. So he's like, fuck, okay? Right. So I got so to do this shit. Um, and they did a really convincing job of, like, when I found out they were scrolls, I was like, really? Like, they really pushed that. Like, I, I'm like, I, I find that weird because the stuff that Sam Jackson was saying is stuff that Nick Fury would say, you know. So I'm like, those scrolls had to have really like knew him back and forth in order to like have reactions like that. So, you know what? You know what? There was a couple times, um, and not, and I'm not saying I figured out they were scrolls at all because I didn't figure it. I didn't. I didn't know until Maria changed, and I was like, oh fuck, Nick Fury is too. Um, and that's only a split second before he changed too. But. Right. I will say, while I was watching this movie, I was getting that um, Goblet of Fire Dumbledore vibe 
as hard as he was going after Peter and saying and doing some of the things that he was doing there, I can't pinpoint the moment, but there was something there where I was like, this is really weird. I don't know if Nick Fury would do this. Yeah. You caught on to it. I, but I had no. I'm not like I said. I had no idea it was the scrolls. No, but I had that. But you knew that was out of but, fire was weird, right? And then you when knew. they revealed themselves, I was like, oh, that's why he was so fucking weird. Oh, there was a time where where Maria Hill and Fury were looking back and forth at each other in a weird way. And I'm like, wait a minute, why they're are not fucking. Each other? <laughs> and, but they are. What they actually are, because that's his wife, right? <laughs> Yeah, um, like, no, you, you caught on to the weirdness. You didn't know, like, what it was, but you're no. like, this is out of character. But it was so subtle that, like, I didn't really think about it. And then it's when like they a, revealed they were scrolls, I was like, oh, that's why I felt weird. The sixth sense, you know, little twist at the end. So now when I go back and watch it. That was my Vic it, Tingle. Like, <laughs> now when I, when I, <laughs> uh, honey, what is, what do you do? Why do you have the popcorn above your crotch? <laughs> Get um, a tingle. Something's not right in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I kind of felt some weirdness there, but I just kind of went with it. I'm like, whatever the fuck, I don't care. But now, I, if I go back and watch it, or when I do, I could I, knowing that information, and then you can kind of figure it out. Just like the sixth sense, like you go back and watch. Yeah, you look at all the little subtleties. You look at all the subtleties and go, oh, okay. Um, wow, they're looking at each other very longingly right there. <laughs> yeah, because they actually want to fuck, but not because it's Nick Fury and Hill. Right. Um, so, yeah, that, that was interesting. But, okay, the big – and I don't even want to really want to call it an Easter egg because it was so in your face that it's not an Easter egg. But uh, having J.K. Simmons back. I mean, that was, that was that fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. I, I yelled out loud. I'm like, yes. That, you know what's fucked up is that got the biggest cheer in the theater. Yep. Out of everything. Out of everything. There was all these gasps like, <gasps> you know, and of course, no, no, he didn't, I, he didn't no, look like, I mean, flat out fucking cheering. Really? Flat out fucking cheering like Captain America just had uh, Mjolnir just got in his Mjolnir. hand. <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking. I was wow. so sh- I yelled out too. I'm like, oh, what am I doing yelling? Everybody else, was, it got the the most, a fucking Easter egg got the loud, and I'm not saying the movie's bad at all. I'm just saying my audience, everybody cheered and yelled the loudest when J.K. Simmons' fucking face showed up. Yeah, that was, he's the perfect fucking J. Jonah Jameson, like, perfect. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was, it was awesome. Um, um that was new, so that kind of is an Easter egg yeah. because it, it yeah. it's, well they were kind of Easter egging the the first Spider Man throughout the entire movie which was kind of weird which right wasn't weird at the same time because if that's the case then maybe like an alternate universe those things exist that don't affect this Peter Parker right. but in like Earth like eight thirteen or whatever eight thirty eight I think he said he was from or something like that or eight thirty three well it didn't like, exist well it didn't <laughs> exist but like but if it did yeah but if he did like that that would happen. Yeah, I really I was bummed out. I wanted a multiverse. I thought, oh, that's a great way to like tell new stories and shit. Yeah, so uh, three movies later, three or four movies when he debuted in Civil War. Yeah, was that was movies. that was one of the yeah. things we were talking about, or that I was talking about that that uh, you're going to introduce Spider Man into this universe, and he actually reveals himself as Peter Parker in this. Right. So they right. they wait four movies and only two of his own solo movies to reveal that he is Peter Parker, which I thought was really, uh, this to me was like that Anakin falling to the dark side moment. You're like, okay, he just fucking came back from battling another 
earth-ending thing. And he's finally comfortable and happy being Spider-Man. And now you're going to fucking reveal his identity. Right. You know, it's kind of like what it's kind of like Fox forcing uh, the Dark Phoenix saga on us. Right. Like right in the middle of other movies that don't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. It bothered me. I mean, it's understandable that, you know, they had Ned figure it out the way he did. And then, of course, Marissa Tomei. Aunt May figured it out at the end, which I didn't really agree with that either. I was like, oh, God. And then at the end of this movie, they do it again, even on a bigger scale, though, on a much bigger scale. Because um, right before uh, Mysterio dies, he sends out like a transmission that basically outs Spider-Man, out as Peter right. Parker. And then and then it just ends the movie like that. And And it's not even like... One of those cliffhangers where you're like, holy shit, what's going to happen next? You're like, what? Really? You know, like that's dumb. Like every movie they keep revealing more and more shit like that's about his identity um, instead of some other big twist, you know. And then the the end credits were very cryptic uh, to me. Like the whole just Nick Fury walking around on a ship with a bunch of scrolls. I was like, "What what does this mean? Like usually there's something that tells you what's to come and that scene made no sense to me at all so um and then what was the other scene i think that was supposed to wasn't him just swinging through the city with zendaya was that or with MJ? that was the mid that was the mid-credit scene okay yeah because they're swinging the post-credit one was was nick fury yeah well i you know some of them are usually lead into whatever they're going to be doing next that one was really weird I was like, what What was the sense of this? I think it was weird for a reason, though. You know, like, it was it was weird for a reason because you don't know what's coming next. And I got a feeling you'll find out at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, I suppose so. Now I'm, I'm so... I, I know that, that that particular show or that particular panel is going to be like the one they did three or four years ago when they introduced Phase 3. Remember? They, yeah. know, from from Civil War all the way to Endgame, they revealed the. Oh, dates. so this is Phase Four. So, yeah, I guess yeah, I guess you're right. So, this time I think they're going to do the same exact fucking thing. We're going to see the next three years unfold here, uh, starting you know next February or whatever whatever the next. Now, what's is. weird is or not, not weird, but so Disney Plus debuts in November. Yep, and. Um, uh, Bucky and uh, Falcon are supposed to have a TV show on there, but now he's Captain America, so he's not going to get his own movie, and then he's just going to come back into the Avengers I, as Captain I America. That's good. I don't know how that's how that's going to work. They, that, I don't, that seems weird to me. Well, they can't really. I don't see them making any more Captain America movies unless you're going to include other Avengers in it. Because like Falcon's cool, but he's the least interesting character to me. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't think. No, I, I you know I kind of disagree with that, the the port the part because they never had to focus on him. Yeah, and I think it would be a great fucking movie for somebody like Anthony Mackie to have a movie by himself. I unless and figure out how to be Captain America. Like unless, he's got to be Falcon, and then all of a unless, sudden now he's Captain America. I I'm not going to care about it until I know who the hell is writing and directing it. Because like when, if you don't have Russo brothers, and I don't know who the fuck is going to be like, you need somebody that. You know, no, this would be an individual movie, so you don't need the Russo brothers to do this one. Yeah, um, it just so happened that they wanted to do Civil War for Captain America and had all those people. But 
but I mean, I don't think it would be difficult to find somebody to to do a Falcon movie and you know and call it Falcon Captain America or something. I don't know. Yeah, something. And just have him figure out like who he's trying to be because yes. he, he didn't ask for this. So it's called. Is it Falcon and Winter Soldier? That's what it's called, right? Something like, like next, that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a TV yeah. show, so. I'm yeah, gonna, you know, I'm gonna watch this unfold on TV, and then like all of a sudden, Anthony Mackie is gonna be on the big screen as Captain America. You I know, like, I mean, maybe that's one way of shifting the focus to who the leader of the Avengers is gonna be. It's very possible that that's exactly what they're gonna do. You know, I, I have no clue. Yeah, and I'm sure we're gonna hear some news about Wandavision too, um, because fucking Vision's dead. So, and this takes place in what the 60s or 50s or some shit. You told me. Yeah, yeah. That's how what, the fuck uh, is that going to work? I I don't know. It's, There's nothing it's all, about that. It's just weird. It's all very silly. But it's, but it, the stuff that's going to Disney Plus isn't that attached to the MCU? Yeah, it's all canonized. It's all MCU canon. So I. I so yeah. No, so whatever happens in Falcon affects, and Winter Soldier affects, affects the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. And so vice I don't know, versa. Like I, they I. The only thing I can do is put my trust in it because Kevin Foggy knows what the fuck he's doing. So right. he, he's got other shit. Like, he probably has so much other stuff in the pipeline that he's like, we got to put something on the Disney Plus that because we have all this other shit that we got to do. Yeah, like so, X-Men, Fantastic Four, Finding a Wolverine. Well, I mean, we still don't have a Doctor Strange 2 movie, and it's like it's been like it's been a minute. It's been a yeah. while. Well, so, I mean, those are the movies we know that are going to happen. We know there's a third Spider-Man. We know there's a second Black Panther, a second Captain Marvel, a second Doctor Strange, right? Uh, and we know there's well, another uh, another possibly. Avengers. There's Black Widow. There's Guardians Three. Uh, Guardians possible, Three. Possible right. Thor Four rumor. You know, there's yeah, uh, the Eternals, and then um, what's the uh, uh, Shang? Um, oh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi too. Right. That's so right. So we know right. all those. So. So I don't know. Like I, I'm sitting here. I'm very curious to see what they're going to be presenting because it almost f- feels like we figured it all out. You know what I mean? We just don't know what dates. We can kind of guess what dates. They're well, doing. I, so I, I have a, I have a really have, funny feeling that have there's some a surprise in there, in there. about yeah. Fox. Oh, I'd be God. shocked if they don't mention any of the Fox properties. Shocked. Yeah, I I would imagine them sprinkling hits hints in the next couple of years and then an actual movie coming out, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was listening to uh, Mark Bernard and he was talking about, cause they asked him a question of like, how would you introduce uh, the fantastic four? And he was like, Oh, well they go up into space and then something happens and they disappear. And then they come back several years later with these powers. Like they just appear, come out of whatever time, whatever rift or whatever thing happened. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of a cool way to do it. Because it ties know, in kind of closer to their original origin story, too. Yeah, absolutely it does. Not the Josh um, Trank version. Right, right. And Doc, and Doom didn't go with them. He, you know, he's doing, right. something, else. He's doing something else. Well, I hope they so, get Dr. Doom right, to, uh, you know, right, too. Like, like, like Dr. Doom is already here, and because the oh, those other guys are gone, he kind of rises through the ranks, and then when they come back, he's that jealous kid of like oh they're getting all the fucking attention that i had it's kind of like the lex luther superman thing because lex luther was like powerful and smart and rich and all this stuff and then fucking superman comes along and, and he envies he's just like ah oh, fuck like 
I wish I were him. Like I wish I had, you know, that attention or that those powers right. or whatever. So it, that would be an interesting take on it. As far as the X Men's concerned, I have no fucking clue how they're going to introduce that because you, you're talking about like you know mutants have been have existed for years, you know, and it's and and then they finally kind of slowly get revealed later on. Like I don't know how they're going to keep that hidden or how they're going to introduce that. Probably well, one pre- thing's for sure. You know. You're not going to talk about Magneto having kids. <laughs> both his kids have already been killed. That's very true. That's very true. So Wait, I, no, that's not true. Scarlet well, Witch no, is back. Just, yeah, just the, yeah, Quicksilver. Quicksilver's good. So they, they'll probably, I don't know, they'll, they'll introduce it a different way. Probably. They won't add that tidbit to it. So I don't know, I, I but they have time to figure it out. But uh, but I mean the amount of movies that we just named, I'm like, what the fuck could they possibly surprise us with? Like I'm just I keep trying to guess, you know. And uh, it's I have a feeling s- Fantastic Four is probably. I think Feige is probably salivating that he got the Fantastic Four to be like, all right, you guys have fucked this up for so long. Because, like, hey, he could jump into X-Men and find another Wolverine. But, no, if you're smart, let that time pass by even more. So do you do what they did with Spider-Man and Black Panther? Do you introduce the Fantastic Four into, like, a Captain America movie or an Avenger movie? I wouldn't. Okay. So, no, right. they're 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 way too fucking big, and and you think Spider Man's big too, but Spider Man has had five five movies, you know, in two different times they had origin stories, right? Then, so they were just like, you know what? Let's not do that. Let's let's do it our way and assume you already know all that shit about Spider Man, which is right. kind of smart, you know. It's the opposite of what Christopher Nolan did. He's like, you know, so. Um, let but me that was okay. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think it would be a travesty if they did that with the Fantastic Four, because I've yet to see a good origin Fantastic Four movie, and I want it done yeah. the MCU way. So it's not it's not like it's not like um, MCU was going against like shitty shitty Spider Man movies. Yeah, there's Spider Man Three and the Amazing Spider Man, but the other three are actually not bad and close to great, like Spider Man Two. You know, so they were going against pretty decent movies, and to tell their origin story to get to where they needed to be, that that was going to be rough, and it just made more sense doing it this way because we've seen it so many times. Again, you would right. have had to kill another fucking Uncle Ben. So, <laughs> so they did it a smart way. But with the Fantastic Four, they're going against garbage. They're going against garbage. Yeah. You know, so the Fantastic Four is fucking huge. And not huge now in mainstream because they've been fucked up so much. They've been fucked up three times. And so they think they're a fucking joke of a, you know, if you only know the Fantastic Four um, from the movies, then you think they're like a joke, you know, thing, Uh, a comic book series. But they're not. They're not. They're fucking comic book royalty. You know, they got to get, dude, if they can land Krasinski and Emily Blunt, that's uh, just that, that would nuts. be huge. That would be so nuts. fucking huge. <clears throat> but uh, but to, yeah, so th- they better do it. Like I really hope that they do a Fantastic Four movie and do it the right way and do a, a, a correct Doctor Doom, um, just like they didn't. Um, you know, they started as good as Garfield was in certain points, and and Tobey Maguire it just didn't feel like the comic book 
Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like right. he wasn't a kid. He didn't look like a kid. And that's what makes it more dangerous when he's doing this shit is that he's just a kid. I mean, yeah, he looks like he's in his 20s now. But when he was in Endgame or in Infinity War, he was still a fucking kid. Yep. Yeah. You know, and in uh, and in uh, Homecoming, he was still a kid. So it looked like, you know, this shit. Like when he's when he's trapped under that rubble in the first movie. Yeah. It probably lose as as scary as that still would have been with Tobey Maguire doing it. The fact that this is a it, it looks like a kid in in Tom Holland it made it even worse. Made it even more heartbreaking because like now you're reverted back. Like oh shit. That's just a kid. Right. Like it's it's like funny now looking back at that subway scene when like oh he's just a kid. I'm like no he's not. He's like 25, 30 years old right there. <laughs> yeah. You know so um, but yeah I hope they do a, a, a fantastic four and don't introduce them the same way they introduced Spider Man to the MCU. Yeah, we should really get back to Spider Man though. I think we I just know. granted like 20 minutes on other shit. <laughs> I know we got plenty of time for during the Comic Con uh, thing that we're gonna do. Uh, let's see. Um, um, all right. Well, let's go over. Let's uh, let's do our diversity ratings then. Okay. Um, let's see diversity. I'd say pretty. I, I Jan Brady. I'm I'm thinking it's pretty high Jan Brady. I mean, there there there's you know some diverse characters in there, but they don't get a, a ton of time to shine. But you know they're in there. I mean, your two leads are white. <coughs> um, right. I do like. I really did like Jake Gyllenhaal in this. I really did. I I did too. I just wish that that I don't know. I just it. I remember a few months ago we were sitting there going like this after seeing the trailer. We're like, this looks like he's basically syndrome from, you know, Incredibles. Like I guess. Yeah. And then, and then I watched the movie and I'm like, yep, I got that from the trailer. Like you didn't fucking fool me, you know? So I, I didn't, I mean, it wasn't a man, like a Mandarin thing where it was like, Oh my God, you really fucked this up. You know, but <laughs> I, I was like, there's no way they're going to make him the good guy. Mysterio is one of Spider-Man's greatest villains, greatest right. enemies. And so and I and, and, and they fucking killed him off, too, which pissed me off because I really want that Sinister Six movie. I really I really wanted that. So right. that pissed me off. I was like, why the fuck did you kill him off? Like yeah. you've got you've Unless got they really didn't kill him off. Yeah. You've got Vulture and Scorpion are in jail. You need Mysterio. You need Kingpin. You need Electro and you need uh, Doc Ock. You know, like they were slowly building the team. I, it would have been great. And uh, but it's that's fucking done now. So and, I, you know, we'll never get our Bruce Campbell Mysterio, which that would have been pretty cool. But. Uh, so anyway, I mean, I, I like the guy. I like. I know they've been trying to get him in the MCU for a while, and they found a vehicle for him. And that's. I thought that's he was cool. really great. There was a part of me, even when I was skeptical, that he was still a good guy. When he was the good guy, he was really good as the good guy. Oh yeah, yeah, he was really selling it. Yeah. You know? So, uh, but yeah, Jan Brady for me also. As far as uh, uh, you know, chainsaws are concerned, I, I'll still give this like a solid four chainsaws. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm right there. Even though I had a few more nitpicks here, um, especially again, the pulling the fucking mask off, none more maddening than the end of the movie when they're on the London bridge after all this shit is happening. And you know, there's cameras there because they've shown you like from Spider-Man <laughs> three, the clip it's, you know, where they're showing like, Oh, here's Spider-Man. But instead of showing you Spider-Man doing it through the city, they're showing uh, a, a newsreel of you watching it live. And you know, that little, t uh, uh, 
inserting the TV screen from the the camera view of the live view, you know, uh, and the studio view on at the same time. They're showing that, and th- this was like, so you know, there's a shit ton of cameras on London Bridge at the mm. end of the movie, and they're just standing there having a fucking like five minute conversation with his mask off. And I'm thinking, yeah. you're not being blocked by rubble. You're literally standing in the only open spot to get a good shot for the camera. Yeah. Yeah. I was so pissed. I was like, why? Do, can you fucking put your mask back on? She already knows it's you. You don't need it off. That, that just fucking kills me. It just kills me that they do that, they do that constantly. Yeah, and I, I, thought, I, I thought they weren't going to pull the same stupid shit in this, but they did it anyway. It's, and it's I thought it was kind of weird in in-game that he pulled his mask off or, you know, pulled it off, but, you know, put it down because it was nanotech. But, right. like, you know, there was, no, there was no precedent for cameras being around that area close enough to, find, to see that battle, you know? Right, right. But they had shown the cameras of London Bridge, and I'm like, oh, there runs MJ. And before he did, I was like, don't take your mask off. There's don't all these ta- fucking news cameras around. And he yeah, pulls his yeah, mask he off, rips it right off, and he does it. He does it because remember all the rubble's in the middle of the bridge, right? He does it at the far end when there's the less rubble and a a clear shot for the news crew to see Spider-Man there talking to MJ with his mask off. Yeah, I I don't fucking get it. I know it's I know it's for I know it's for you know to to have Tom Holland showing in a heartwarming scene, but do it in a different way. Do it in a closed room or something. Right. Just just don't have him out in the open with his fucking mask off. For literally the entire world to see. It's fucking maddening. So it is maddening. But still, even all that, I will still give it four lightsabers, but fuck, stop taking your mask off. (laughs) Well, now in the third one, they're going to have like every reason to be able to have his mask off because now everybody knows he's Peter Parker. Well, yeah, he's going to basically be like the Civil War comic where he's just going to run around with his mask off now from now on. Right. So (laughs) it's fucking crazy. You would have thought thought we really didn't love this movie. (laughs) But it's just that one thing irks me to no end. Yeah, what are they going to call the third one? Like, I don't know. They did Spider-Man Homecoming, then they did Far From Home, and what's... Yeah, Back Home. It's all home. Yeah. Spider-Man Phone Home. Unmasked at Home. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Phone Home. (laughs) Fucking E.T. in it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, shit. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, it's well, uh, what's uh, what's Sony's phone's name? Cell phone. Sony's, <laughs> the Sony Ericsson. I don't, know. I don't know. Do they even have cell phones anymore? I don't I think so. That, I don't even think Motorola does anymore. I think it's just an iPhone, fucking Samsung. That's about all it yeah. is anymore. They anyway. definitely didn't. They definitely didn't shy away to let you know that Sony owns Spider Man. It's gonna be awesome if it's Spider Man Phone Home. I'm gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> Spider Man Three, Spider Man Ericsson. Yeah, <laughs> like what? That doesn't make any sense. It's just a giant Sony commercial. And he's just gonna run around like with his the mask MacGuffin. Off. The MacGuffin is a Sony Ericsson. <laughs> <laughs> a Walkman. Yeah. It's like fucking, you know, what's his name? Uh, it's Star-Lord's Walkman. And he's got Look, find- there's no way that Spider-Man doesn't have a fucking iPhone. Got it? There's no way. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. I don't care if you own it. I don't care if you own it. He's going to have a fucking... He's going to have a... Right. It's he's Spider... Got- it's Peter Parker. He's a fucking nerd. He's going to have an iMac or a MacBook, and he's going to have an iPhone. He's not going to have he's a fucking gonna- Sony laptop. 
He's going to have the face recognition, and that's their thing, and he has to take his mask off throughout the whole movie if he wants to use his fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know how, like, they shine the they shine the light on his face, but when they shine the light on his face, it just says Sony's going Sony across Sony. his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he didn't even use his fucking watch throughout this whole movie, did he? The little Spider-Man watch that he got? Nope. From He's Iron like, Man? fuck yeah. that, now I got glasses. No. <laughs> I got Edith now. Yeah, I got Edith. <laughs> I want a hamburger. Stupid, <laughs> yeah. Fuck this stupid watch. Yeah, this, this shit does what I tell it to do. <laughs> this is like this is like Google Glass on steroids. <laughs> oh shit, that's amazing technology. What if he fucking breaks him? That <laughs> he's fucked. <laughs> he should really just install Edith into his uh, goggles. Suit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what he should do. Just like, uh, you know, uh, Tony would. I mean, Jesus, they mentioned Tony every five seconds in this fucking movie. <laughs> we, we know, we know. <laughs> Even uh, Happy's like, didn't you have an Uncle Ben? Yeah. <laughs> I saw his picture next to Aunt May's nightstand. Never mind. <laughs> I was staring at it while I was banging her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I made her turn it around. Yeah, it fell off the thing. <laughs> that's, why it's, that's why there's a new frame around it. Yeah, I broke it. Uh, she oh was Lord. screaming my name. She wasn't singing the feral song. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I just got that. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I, I let her call me Uncle Ben. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen your aunt? Yeah, she she's hot, dude. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. Well, uh, that was our Spider-Man Far From Home review. Uh, we have actually a, a, a bonus pod this week, so stay tuned. In a couple of days, you're going to get some bonus shit. Uh, not Spider-Man, something else. So enjoy that. But that was episode 204 of Chew on This uh, Nerds United Podcast. I'm BJ. Okay. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later.